What's up? This is Patrick at Radicards.com, and today I'm going to talk to you about, this is an interesting one. Get ready for this. Ready for this? It's when sale records don't reflect actual market value. All right. So I know this sounds weird because sale records are, in fact, uh, your most genuine approach to understanding exactly what the market can bear on a, uh, for a certain item, for any item, really. If it's a recorded sale. That means somebody's willing to pay for that. Okay, this is where it gets interesting, right? Some one is or was willing to pay for that at that price. That doesn't mean all the other people that were after that item are going to pay that price going forward. That means that there was one person that paid that price. Everybody else probably would pay, say, maybe a lot less, maybe even less than half. Let me give you a perfect example. There was one instance where one card was listed for $4.99, buy it now, and it sold for $4.99, buy it now. But the person that bought that card, it has been documented that they are okay overpaying for most things that they buy. But the market sees that sale of $4.99 and immediately equates that to actual market value. It says, okay, this is worth $4.99. I have a copy. I should list it for $4.99. But in fact, you're going to sit on that auction for forever because nobody else besides that one person who bought that card who's not interested in acquiring a second copy is going to pay $4.99. Okay? So there are outlier instances, okay, that exist from time to time, such as this one, when someone's okay overpaying for something it's not actually worth what they're paying, but they're okay overpaying. But what it does is it you know, creates market volatility. Now other people see it as, oh my gosh, this card's worth $4.99. I should list mine for $4.99, see if I can get the same result. Well, you got to remember, if it's sold for one, one time to one person for $4.99, that person that bought it is not going to buy it again or has a lower chance of buying it again. Sure, doubles, double purchasing does happen, but it's exceedingly rare. And so people that overspend on something, they're much less likely to buy that card at that same price a second time. So while there is one recorded sale of $4.99 or some, some ridiculously high price, the best thing to do is review the market with a, a population sample of a pool, a small sample that's larger than one, but maybe less than five. Granted, you know... Um, the best you can do is, ideally, you want a, 30, a population sample of 30 or more, um, right? So uh, you can uh, statistically generalize your results. But certain cards don't surface that frequently, so you're not going to be able to pull together a sample size that big. Uh, for exceedingly rare cards of print runs of, like, say, 100 or less, you'd think you'd be able to pull together 30 samples, but unfortunately, it's just not going to happen in today's market, especially with 90s stuff. Those print runs, although seem high, are, are very, very rare. Um, and so whatever the case is that sample size, maybe, maybe, maybe watch out for the next two or three auctions that happen of that same card. Look for them over the course of, and then say, a year or whatever, maybe two years or whatever. Watch those auctions. If you see one auction, another of the same example, same cards lists, and it sells at auction for, say, 180 you already know that the market is willing to bear much less than that original purchase, that original sale of $4.99. So in fact, you have a much more accurate gauge of actual market value with an, an auction style listing than you would in uh, a buy it now listing, right? Because there has been some competition and um, you can see that there are certain people willing to pay certain amounts. Now, again, 
If something's sold for 180, does that mean the next person's going to be willing to pay 180? Maybe, maybe not. But they're probably going to be more willing to pay closer to 180 than they would be paying closer to 499. Right? So this is a really important key to think about in economics uh, uh, and looking at it from a, a strictly financial standpoint um, and what the market can bear or yield over the course of um, a, small, a small sample that's larger than one, but say less than five in this particular instance. Uh, because I know that when product comes out um, and it's blasted into the market, uh, the market might be willing to pay much more out of the gate right in front. Um, it's all, all those high dollar purchases are, are front loaded, whereas, you know, wait a year or two and those things surface again and the market might be willing to pay much, much less because that buzz, that hype, that spike has passed, right? And so when new product comes out, there is that window where everything is flooded the market's flooded with all the stuff, and so you have this uh, wide, wide net you can cast to get all these items in your collection quickly. Granted, you have to pay premiums and whatever else, but if you don't get take advantage of that 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 opening, that that window, uh, you, you might have to wait a while to acquire certain examples, especially when stuff has low print run of three, five, ten, and whatever. Um, but going back to it, um, if you see a sale one time that seems high. Give yourself a chance to watch the market until another one surfaces and see what the second one goes for. Now, if the second one goes auction style and closes around 480, 490, then you can start saying, okay, I guess this card is actually in fact worth around 490, 495 right in there. So it's it's close. Um, but if the second one surfaces auction style and closes at like 180, like I was saying earlier, you can already infer that the market is unwilling to bear 499 again for that card. Okay, I hope I, this is, makes sense to you. I know this is um, somewhat deeper thinking and sort of the economics piece of it, uh, but I look at these things pretty frequently, and I, you know, when I pay attention to market values, I, I, I try to pay attention to, you know, one-off sales. You know, like okay, that that sold. That doesn't mean it's going to sell again at that price. And congrats if you're the seller, great. Um, and for those of us that are weren't the buyers, well, that just hopefully means that the next time we see the card, it'll be so it'll be less, you know, because the person who paid $4.99 for this card isn't going to want a second copy at $4.99. So anyway, I'll leave with that. Just you know, keep your eyes out for uh, more than just one listing sale, one sale record when you're looking to list an item, and see if you can find um, a few more instances auction style. Uh, where where that same card has sold, that will give you a better, more well-rounded understanding of what your card is really actually worth in the current market. So I'll leave it with that. Thank you for tuning in to RadiCards.com. I'm your host Patrick Greeno, and until next time, enjoy collecting. If you like this content, please subscribe. Thank you. Enjoy collecting.